Shalom Aleyham. Peace upon you. Peace and health upon all listening. Shalom to the elect scattered abroad and the strangers who are attached by Ha Semach, which is the branch, in whom we believe and declare to the esteem of our Father Yahuwah. Ha Semach, who is our sovereign and master, Yahusha Hamashiach, the Messiah, the Word made flesh, the Son of Elohim. Welcome to Bread and Wine. Shalom, shalom, everyone. Welcome back to the Bread and Wine Podcast. Once again, this is the Bread and Wine Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Yahuka said. And next we have Lex. Next. Caleb. Ben Yasharal. Next. Yermiyahu. And Yermiyahu. Oh yeah. Uh other I can't be here today. He's a uh, doing some stuff but uh we miss him and we love him what up Ock? if you out there well i know you out there you probably ain't listening <laughs> are you listening you ain't listening right now you probably <laughs> listen later on once we drop everything but yeah yeah not sorry yahoo so um last time man we we still we still in the new age we still in the new age Speaking on this podcast and actually in this new age right now that we're living right now currently in this day and age in the year 2022 and on the Gregorian calendar is about to be 2023. So you already know they got a whole bunch of stuff going on. It's that time of the year. It's cold. The winter solstice is here and people acting crazy. I actually seen somebody say happy winter solstice and she's a witch. (laughs) Well, (laughs) no, she really is. The funny well. thing, that's, that's it, it's not surprising though, because that's more common. You know what I'm saying? And I, it make you think, like, did I uh, did our parents see this when they was adults and we was kids and just didn't know, or are we just seeing it more now because that's what's what's happening more now in the world? Now that you say that, that is a good question. I wonder that because I ain't never really heard my parents talk about like any high school friends that they went to that was in some crazy stuff. Like I I got high school friends that like like be on social media re- doing readings and stuff like that you know what well, i mean was, was, I, ain't, yeah. I ain't never really heard that from my parents before talking about people they went to school with so well, that is still, a good question yeah you still had the voodoo man and stuff like that but it wasn't uh you had you know people who did, he was in the neighborhood yeah though. you had people that did neighborhood was you in little things but you know it, it wasn't something like down you south know. bro <laughs> yeah hell yeah, yeah down, down south, south arkansas I don't know about Arkansas, Arkansas. but yeah. no, Louisiana, yeah, chill out. New Orleans, yeah. that's right there. New Orleans, yeah. Nah, I, I mean, um, Soul Train, they yeah. was notorious for saying they signs and stuff like that before they did the little scramble board. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm-hmm. Earth, Wind, and Fire had all the symbolism. Yeah, they but had all that. That's what the Yeah, but pe- people didn't know what that stuff meant back then. You know what I mean? Like Earth, Wind, and Fire. People just like, oh, that's that's a cool no, sounding name. No, it definitely. But like the, I'm talking they about didn't like the, know the wickedness person. behind. Yeah, the average it. person didn't know. But they they the whole like spirituality aspect. They was they was all for it. You know what I'm saying? Because Slave did it, Earth, Wind, and Fire did it, uh, African Barbada. They did it. A lot of them, a lot of them uh, black groups back in the day was 
Man, check yeah. them album covers out. Oh, no, the groups definitely were doing it, but I'm yeah. talking about like the average person. The yeah. average person didn't know. That's what I'm saying. Those yeah, are they celebrities. But I know people thing too, I went to school uh, with. Dude. I literally was just watching an interview the other day with Country Black from Three Six Mafia. Black on Black. He was literally. He just blatantly said, "Yeah, yeah, we did that. That devil stuff. We did that devil worship stuff, bro." He said, "It's no way you are gonna have a group titled that." You know, because we always Three Six Mafia. You heard it, like you know, what I'm saying. But you never really ah uh, nah they just did that because it is what it is but like no nah, he basically said yeah we we really did all of that so it's not three six mafia far I mean the um the first one of the first music videos that ASAP Rocky did oh, they man. had the, they had the pentagram you talking about the ASAP uh, mob it, no it was uh it was uh everything is once purple. Again, Everything's no, yeah, that wasn't it wasn't everything's purple. purple. It was, um, I don't remember the name of it. Yeah, I forgot I the song, but, but uh, you don't need to watch it. Brand new? No, no, I forgot what it was. It was one of the first music videos. That's crazy, I, it was ASAP Rocky. Yeah, it was all the all the ASAP Mob was there, yeah. and he ASAP Rocky was the one holding like whatever book, book it was, the and they were all in the middle of the pentagram, and then um and then what? Nah, Yams, he died like like kind of like a few years later. So. Yeah, they ain't gonna get you immediately. That's too obvious. Yeah, and he died years later. So, Space Ghost Perp died dead, though. But, ah, let's begin. Oh, he still did. Yeah, yeah. Ah, I forgot about that. Mm. It's easy to forget about a lot of that stuff because they, they it's, it's, it's every day. Yeah. Damn there. But anyway, so, um, have y'all ever heard people saying, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual? All, yeah, the all the time. What do you think that means? So let me. I used to say it. Confusion. Because, you used to say it, but I didn't say it the you same said you way. You were spiritual. I didn't say it the same way. So you were a spiritual happened, person. Let me, let me talk. Oh. No. <laughs> I, 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 go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I know where you're getting that. Because yeah, I used to say it because I wanted people to understand that I wasn't. A, I wanted people to understand I wasn't a Christian. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I would say I'm spiritual. Were you a follower of Christ? Yeah, but I'm. I'm a follower of the scriptures. Oh, Mashiach. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Because some but, people say I'm not a Christian, I'm a follower of Christ, yeah. and I would say, "What's well, that's the same exact thing." Well, what ended up happening was, as I said that, I would get people who agree with me, and they start talking about this other stuff. I'm like, "What are you talking about?" What other stuff they would talk about? You know, the stuff we've been talking about: astrology, being your own god. Someone would call, talk about reincarnation. They talk about reincarnation, tarot cards, yeah, all this other stuff. So I'm like, "Oh no, no, I'm, I'm not with that. I, I'm I'm just not going to church and and doing that. I'm I'm not with." this though mm-hmm. and the conversation would just go so far left I, I so I, I stopped saying it but when I used to say it it was just because I was trying to make sure people understand I'm not a Christian I'm not excuse me I'm not a Christian I'm not a Muslim I'm not Jewish I'm not any of those things um so yeah now when I hear it it's most of the time it's people who saying that they want to attach themselves to some type of spiritual force mm-hmm. but they don't want anybody telling them how to do it they want to do it the way they see fit and that makes them that works with them works with how they feel mm-hmm. um at, and yeah. at the end of the day that's kind of in a sense do without will terminology because the the main thing that you kind of see nowadays is you can't hey look if you want to do that you can do that but don't judge this person for doing or not saying don't judge this person but you can't say anything about this other person doing something that doesn't agree with what you say you can't tell people what to do you can't tell people what to do so which is hand in hand with do whatever you want to do until we get to the point of talking about 
well, yeah, we all know murder is bad. But what if that person really enjoys murdering people? He doing what he want to do. Take the picture, you know Jeffrey. Well, yeah, well, the catch-22 the catch is, which is slightly different than do what thou wilt, is the way it's been presented is do what you want to do as long as you're not hurting somebody else. Do what thou wilt is literally just do whatever you want to do. So they, the world, in order to make it palatable, that part was added. But when you get to like real deep Satanist, that part is dropped because they already understand that part was only added so that way it could be presented to the masses without them. Because if you were to just tell somebody, do what you want to do with no restrictions, even the average person is going to be like, hold on, that could lead to a lot of crazy stuff. So they added that part. But when you know, when you really get down to the depth of, the, of that, most of the time, the most heinous thing you can do in the minds of people who think like this is tell somebody else what to do. All right. So... All right, I got two points. First one is a question, which is not technically a point. What uh, Yahook said, what do you tell people when they say what you believe, what's your, what's your faith, what you believe in? Um, so I actually just had this question just asked me to yesterday. So, cause he was like, um, one of the dudes I was, I was um, helping me with a project at work. And he was like, what um he said man you're gonna um you know do christmas and everything like that and i was just like no he said you don't do christmas i said "Mm -mm, nope he was like really i said yeah um he was like if you don't it's interesting because it's like people start to ask me stuff like they they're very cautious they're very cautious because they're it's already like, kind of like seeing how you move. They don't. They don't want to offend. They don't want to offend. But I tell mm-hmm. them just yo, just no, nah, just just say it. Just say it. I don't want you to sit there. I mean, in, in a sense, I kind of do, but I, I don't want you to like try to tailor your your question. Just just ask me straight up so I can give you a straight up answer. He was like, all right, okay. So what is your like religion? So I said, well, I'm a Hebrew. I don't necessarily have a religion. I have a lifestyle. Um, this is this is who I am. This is how I live. I live as a Hebrew. I live according to like the totality of scripture from the Old Testament to the New Testament, like the whole entire thing. So he was like, so basically it's almost like you're like you're Jewish. And I was like, for the sake of the conversation, I was just like, I believe in, in the Bible and I believe uh, in the feast days and what they told us to do in the Bible and stuff like that. So, um, so he was like, so what things do you do? Like, what do you celebrate? I said, Passover, Feast of Tabernacles, Feast of Trumpets, um, Feast of Unleavened Bread, uh, Pentecost or Shavuot, Feast of Weeks, Trump, I didn't say Trumpets again, Kapoor, Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement. So, um, so he was like, okay, yeah, I got you, man. I got you. I got you. I mean, it was just like a little, just a chill conversation. Then I had somebody else ask me like, what do I believe? And I kind of basically told them the same exact thing. It just basically told them my story. Um, but they were more so of a, from a Christian, from a Christian background. And you do have some Christians um, that already know that, yes, we don't, we know about the origins of Christmas and stuff like that. And they don't agree with it. And they say that it's pagan. Didn't ask them um, if they actually still celebrate it. Um, but they, they were probably do. They probably they probably do, um, but it was then we started more having more of a conversation towards birthdays, um, that aspect of it. But uh, to answer your question, 
that's what I tell people. Um, I'm a Hebrew. I identify as a Hebrew. It's not a religion. It's lifestyles. It's just how I live my life. It's just who I am. And I believe in the totality of the quote unquote Bible, the scriptures from the Old Testament, from Genesis, all the way to Revelation and there in between. That's basically, like, you know what I'm saying? Same thing. I'm always just, I believe in everything that's written in scripture from the rooted to the two of the eye, you know what I'm saying? Front to back, everything that's written in there in this whole context. I believe in that. So it uh, bring me to my other point. So for those that be on Facebook or see some things, it's like a big old thing that's going on right now is people saying, uh, I don't understand the whole point of wanting to ruin Christmas for your kids. Basically saying like, uh, you been seeing it? I well, I only have Israelites on my uh, Facebook. Yeah. But well, I've had a conversation with but, somebody. So basically, the, it was just saying like, I have a lot uh, to say about that. No, we'll let you talk in. Why? <laughs> just, what? What's the point of you taking away Santa from the kids? You can die. Uh, it's not hurting them. Let them have their imagination. And of course, there's two sides to the spectrum. You got enough people saying like, "No, nah, I'm not finna teach my kids a lie from the jump." And then they look at me later and say, "Well, why did you lie to me about that?" And you got some that's saying like, "Well, I'm just letting them be kids. They want to believe in it. I'm gonna let them believe in it." And then you got some that's saying, "I'm gonna teach my kids Santa so they can have a good childhood and you know what I'm saying, live like I live, quote unquote." So, what y'all experience on that? Caleb Ben Yasharal. All right, so my observations. There's three people out here. The first ones are the ones like us. We don't celebrate. We're not teaching our kids to celebrate. The second group is, you know, hey, like you say, hey, I'm just going to let them be, right? Then you have the third group, which is actually the majority of people, which actually teach these things to their kids, right? And here's the thing. You can't say, I'm going to let the kids be kids or I'm 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 not going to take this away from my kids when the kids wouldn't have it if you didn't teach it to them in the first place, right? One of my boys... Uh, that was deep. Yeah, I, I'm I'm, I'm going to shout the brother out. Uh, he, he lives in Japan. Um, he has a daughter, and he actually made a post about it. He said, listen, I don't hide Christmas from my daughter. I'm going to keep in mind, he doesn't celebrate just like we don't. He's an Israelite. I don't, I don't celebrate. I'm not going to hide it from my, my daughter, but I, I don't celebrate. We go out. She sees the lights. Hey, Daddy, look, lights. Yeah, I see them. They go home. Christmas movie was on TV. I don't think it was a movie. It was just something on the TV about Christmas. She looked over at him and she said, Christmas is bad, right? He said, yeah, it's bad. She just changed the channel. He didn't tell her to change the channel. She changed it on her own. You don't, you can teach your children. You don't, you're teaching your kids this stuff. Mm-hmm. No kid, oh, let me take that back. Kids might come up with an idea of Santa on their own, right? Kids are very imaginative. But let's no. be real here. No. Well, when, when I say they come up on the idea of Santa, I'm talking about like just coming up with the idea that's just some flying, something flying. Yeah, in it. Like, again, though, yeah. that's not, that's not something but, that they come up with. They're last. seeing it. You're but, seeing it. Yeah, but what I'm saying is with children who tend to be creative and just create stuff, how long do those things typically last? Do they create something and then be teaching that to their kids and then teach it to their kids and, and follow tradition? Or are they just be like, yeah, I'm going to play with this game. And then 30 minutes later, the whole game is I over. had a girl. I had a girl at my high school. Um, she, I don't know if she believes to this day, but we was in high school. All right. She, she believed in Santa Claus. 
I, I've met adults I believe in Santa. The Claus. reason why is because she said that one day that she actually heard somebody on the roof. She heard the bells and she saw a shadow. You know who that was? That was the dude from Friday at the next with the Dada jersey on. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. Stealing their stuff. You talking about, uh, talk about Ricky Smiley. Ricky Smiley was on this room. Stealing their presents, bro. Nah, but, like, like nah, because, I mean, it was... It, but the thing about it, like, I don't think we made... I don't think we made fun uh, of her in that aspect, but we definitely was like she was at the right school. You man. wild? No, it's yeah, because she, she attached was. the spirit. We asked this earlier: are you religious or are you spiritual? She attached the spirituality aspect to that, so she wholeheartedly like, like, I mean, it probably is. I'm seeing this so much. She saw it one as much time. as we joke on. I see how y'all joking on, but it probably is really a person out there that kind of like do these things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's dangerous, extremely mm-hmm. dangerous. I, I, I. I hope she changed her mindset before she had children. That's just I don't know. I mean, from what from what I know, I don't know. <laughs> what I know, I don't know. But I, I, I do agree <laughs> with what Caleb said. It's it's no way well, I don't I don't wanna go on that road because that's gonna get us flagged. But it's no way if your child just live a all right, you wake up in the morning, teach your math, science, you know what I'm saying, your, your basics type thing. You go outside and play. You come back in the house, eat, and you get to chill. If that was your whole life, you don't come up with all this other stuff that's, that, that you, you know what I'm saying, you have to watch TV to see these things. You got to, you know what I'm saying, and it not you don't just watch it one time and believe in it. This is a... Over and over and over and over and over and over and everywhere you go. Indoctrination. It, it, when when two between 2011. Now I'm just kind of used to it, so I can I can just kind of tune things out. Uh, but every year around this time, it is kind of a shock because it's it's literally everywhere you go, dog. I mean, I can be at work and there's the music, and then I go home and. I, I try to look at something on YouTube and I'm getting ads and all the ads are Christmas ads. I go in the store, big Christmas tree. I go to sit down and eat Christmas tree, Christmas music. You can't escape this. In my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, look. I know you're being funny, but like <laughs> Christmas music be kind of hitting sometimes though. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> It's when we do it because we put a groove you to everything me? we do. Hey, look, man, that's so just listen, like you'll see your oldies. Sometimes that junk is kind of difficult because I'm at work and they start playing Luther Vandross one where he was, you know, they had, you know, the, it had the little groove to it. And I'm sitting there I'm trying to, because the groove was good. Objectively, this is some good music. Why you got to be wasting it on Christmas? Why you got to talk it? about Why you got it? Hey, man, it's a, it's a struggle. Oh, it's a struggle. So it's a, uh, it's a fight. Who, who did, who did, um, Santa Claus movie was it Tom Hanks? Oh, Tim, Tim, Allen. Tim, Tim Allen. Allen. Where they said, so, uh, matter of fact, it said, was, it was uh, it's, we love we love to say Santa, we love Satan, but it says Satan. This they said Disney we love Satan on the Santa Claus TV show that they just dropped for this year. They basically telling you what it's on right now. You look up 
the word Santa and all this etymology, this origin, stuff like that, is going to tell you this is a word for Saint Nick. For Saint Nick, mm. aka Satan. They give you all the, you know what I'm saying? It go it's it from, you know what I'm saying? You dwell, if you dig deep enough, you're going to get to that origin. Well, the history but it is. don't matter no more to, well, it didn't matter back then and it don't matter now. Cause, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so, like, it's. The the issue the issue is that people are once again uh, I think I think I'm gonna go to this again because I've had talk with uh, with Israelites and some yeah, Israelites make a point too when you finish some Israelites in terms of some new age stuff they don't believe in choice no they don't believe in choice so and then and we're gonna get we're gonna get on that we're still gonna get on reincarnation and everything like that because these are some some topics that are are talked about um, within the community uh that has come from the the gnostic community as well um so the problem is is that people will make an excuse for mm-hmm. that specific scene and say oh it was supposed to be funny did you laugh did you really laugh did you laugh when it said we love satan like, did you think that was funny? Did you think that was cool? Yeah, I know some people probably would think that's funny. Um, like, oh no, the kids. That, I like the way you put that though. Yeah, I know because some people that would think that's funny. For the majority, nobody's seeing it. Yeah, just mo- most getting a crack out of that. Like, you not gonna be busting out laughing. Like, <laughs> that's it's not, not a knee like, slap. Like the old, like, <laughs> at, at, at best though, at best though, most people, even the ones I know who would think that was funny, would probably just like. <laughs> Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, yeah, right? It's so, not, it's so, not, a, it's not. So, a, it's not so, a, oh my goodness! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny in a like a like a look at these look at these wicked it was, clowns. Yeah, it was like I thought it was funny in a in a way like that. Like look at them. it's like they, bro, they, they like slick. they showing you like who they, who their loyalty is to. They're showing you what this is all about. It ain't nothing to do with who you think, who possibly your pastor has told you about. No, I don't think Pastor teaches that. Yeah, Pastor ain't teaching that. Okay, but, good. Yeah. Pastor ain't teaching what? But Pastor's got the Christmas tree up. Yeah, they got the Christmas tree. They're not but, teaching but about you gotta remember Santa, Christians. though. Yeah, you gotta, they, oh. I'm, talk, Christians, I'm talking about Christians. I'm talking about more so like the birth of Jesus. Well, yeah, yeah, but Christians have a very yep. different view of, I don't of even Christmas think they really, than we do. Because you got to remember, when I was a Christian, I remember it was, we got to, uh, what, he's the reason for the season. So they believe that Christmas is their day. So they're looking at it as saying this is being secularized now, not realizing the history of this. It all where these was a secular day. Okay, you see what I mean. So the two, the two, what's the most, what's the most set apart day in uh, out of the feast days? The Shabbat, Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur. Oh yeah, Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is the most set apart day out of the feast days. Cleansing day. The most holy days for Christianity is Easter and Christmas. Well, those are the days you're supposed to go to church. Everybody gonna be at church those two days. Easter mm-hmm. especially. Christmas maybe not, but Easter definitely. They be at church for Christmas, bro. No, they do. They do. But they be there again, during the winter. Like, they be teaching. there for New Year's. Too. It ain't New Year. They're not teaching. Oh, what what you gonna see is the Christmas plays, mm-hmm. the baby in the manger. Those type of things in this season. That's what you're gonna see. Mm-hmm. They're not blatantly saying, oh, nothing. They ain't saying nothing about Santa. They saying, oh, birth. But they'll tell you, we don't know when he was born. But for for some reason, this this the only time of the whole year that you're gonna do these plays, you know what I'm saying, and do these mm-hmm. uh fiascos and all that stuff like that to and say, as a child, that's a that's the first thing that comes to my mind. 
as a kid, I didn't think nothing of Santa. I knew I knew Santa wasn't real. But when I saw Christmas, I thought birth of Jesus. That's yeah. what came to my mind. You know what I'm saying? So that's what's get. That's what the is is the indoctrination is with the Christian aspect mm. of it. Okay. So so once again, going back to the choice aspect of it, when you when you see that, it's like you choose to continue in that. Like it's a choice of you saying, well. I know that this is fake, but I'm going to teach my kids this. I'm going to, you know, because I grew up on this and nothing was wrong, you know, with me doing it and everything like that. But go ahead with you saying, Aki. Yeah. So this actually brings up some a point that we made um, the last few, the last few episodes um, where we were talking about, I, I briefly mentioned it. But it, it really also matters here because you have people who say, well, you know, what it means to me, right? So a lot of times they're saying, well, yeah, I get what you're saying, you know, about the origins. Hey, Santa might come from Satan, which I, 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 we can talk about that a little later. Um, and, you know, all this other stuff. But at the end of the day, what it means to me is this, that, and the third. It means it's about happiness and family. family. And so you have... the let's let's get something straight up out the way the idea that what something is subjectively matters more than what it is objectively is a strictly american way of viewing things all right we are the only people on planet earth and, and western european as well we're the only people on earth that think because we personally feel a certain way about something that that changes what it is right so when you deal with the holidays, even like the last one, thanks Thanksgiving, it is a day to commemorate the massacre of a specific <clears throat> tribe of Indians. Now, to you, it might be a day about family and everything else. But what it is to you does not change what it is. That's what it is. And what you're doing is being yeah. added on top of what it no, is. What, what you're doing in your mind is usurping the original the you know what I'm saying it's origins again scripture says evil begets evil it don't matter how woe to those that take evil for good it don't matter how you want to change it up in your mind what it is is what it's going to be and even the most worst one out of those is halloween you could the fact that we could take halloween our people could take halloween and go above and beyond to it's literally no way that you can look at Halloween and say, I'm doing it for these good reasons. You know what I'm saying? Like when you just look at the, you literally Google origin of Halloween. It's nothing that you can see in that explanation and say, oh, I'm going to make it because of this. You know what I'm saying? That's like you just said. It's your personal preference. Your preference is usurping Reality, I say it like that. It's, and then a lot of people think like that with a lot of other aspects. Like what I've been through is how the world is. That's not what. That's not the case. You know what I'm saying? I got a question. Um, I asked this question. Uh, I think it was last week. I was at work, and because they were like, they were like, man, Keenan gonna sit there. He gonna tell the kids. Da, da, da. I was like, you're right. I'm gonna tell them. No, Santa's Santa's does not exist. Just basically, you know, just talking. They already know how I go. So I was so so this one girl was saying, um, she was like, Well, I'm gonna tell my kids and da 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 and I was just like, 
So I asked the question. I said, will you lie to your child? She said, yeah. What? I said, really? She but said, yeah. At least she So, I, so she I asked somebody else who said, Good I said, grace. so someone that didn't. Told the truth then. Someone, someone that didn't have, <laughs> didn't have a child. I said, would you lie to your child? He said, yeah, I lied to my, I lied to my child. I said, why would you lie to your child? Like, why would you do that? Because I need to protect them from something. So I was just like, um, they were talking about like withholding information. So I was like, is withholding information lying to your child? That's the question. Is withholding information lying to your child? No. Oh my, all right. Let me get my thoughts together. See, that's, if, a, if, a child you, you ahead, move, if a child molests a move in your neighborhood, and he's and you get the warning that, hey, this is a child molester, but you don't want to make him look like a bad guy, so you just tell your child, uh, just, just try to stay away from that house. Did you lie to your child? No. He ain't got to do all that. Look, that but, man over what's, there. But what, would you, what should you do? You should tell them why they need to stay away from that child. Don't stay away from you. Those types of things you need to stay away from. Well, you don't even necessarily have to go into detail about it because I don't. I don't. When you're dealing with a child with a certain level of maturity, yeah, yeah, you might not be able to give them all the information. Exactly. Right. But there's a difference between not giving them all the information because of their maturity versus lying to your child. There's a difference. So, using the example you said, child molester over there. Listen, that guy over there. Don't go to his house. I don't want to see you right near his house. But no, you need to listen to what I'm saying. Don't go over to his house. But I feel like you got to get them some type of explanation because they're curious. But if they're, if they're young enough, I know we don't like this. But sometimes, depending on the level of maturity, listen, I'm telling you don't do this. I'll explain it to you later. But right now, you need to do what I say. But you're only going to be telling them something like that if they at a certain level where they can be outside by, by themselves, themselves anyway. Yeah, that, that's that true. That is true. Yeah, yeah level you got to tell them exactly. at that point because that's they're true. allowed to you're be. You're not letting like, a three-year-old yeah, just like be outside. Like my daughter five right now. She can't be outside but you still by herself anyway. But you still don't have to right. go necessarily go, have to go into the detail of, listen, he, he touches kids. He does it. You can just simply say he does things that he, he's done some things that aren't good. And you just leave it at that. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you don't have to go it's, into the details, like the, yeah, the nitty gritty details. That's so funny that y'all said this. But what they talking about is what they talking about is I'm going to lie to my child to protect them, which literally means they're going to say something but untrue. You, you definitely could tell them that Santa Claus right, not real, right? Yeah, and and but see that's the other thing. What are you protecting them from by saying Santa Claus ain't real? What are you protecting them from? They, in their eyes, they're protecting them. From having a bad childhood, missing out on the fun that I had when I was a kid, and they're not even talking about the fun; they're talking about the gifts. Yeah, that's as how, if you that's can't all, give that's them the gifts. Kids, that's all the kids care about until they get a certain age. They don't really. Most kids don't start getting into the uh, the festivities and all that, depending on their personality type. Man, until I they get never older. forget. I was in eighth grade, staying with my grand, and it's the twenty fourth. <laughs> I'm like, damn. We don't see no tree. I said, me and my cousin and my sister were staying with her. We were like, yeah, she had to give somewhere. You know what I'm saying? We're we going to wake up to something. We woke up to breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? And we got that every day, so that won't nothing. You know what I mean? I Thank you, Grand, for the breakfast. But that was the first year that I was away from my parents. Because every other year in my life, I woke up to stuff on Christmas. When I stayed with my grand, we did not have nothing. I'm just thinking like, well, damn. On the 26th of Christmas, on December, I could care less. 
It didn't matter to me. You know what I'm saying? As soon as I moved back with my mama, I got, you know what I'm saying, Christmas again. and I mean, Christmas gifts on to the 25th and stuff like that again. But it, the, that one time I had it, I started to kind of like understand it really don't matter. She just bought me some shoes two months ago. I still got these shoes right now. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So, again, it's experience. If I'm playing a... Half of the time, I'm just be real with you. Whatever you get the kids anyway, they gonna play it for like a month, two months, and they on to the next, regardless, because it ain't hot no more. I remember back in the day, you about about a month before the holiday really hit, you seeing the most commercials about toys and all that stuff as you could possibly get. A week after Christmas over with, but you yeah, you're making a good point too though because I, I mentioned this again. There's a reason why I keep saying Americans, us Americans, us Westerners. I don't think y'all realize how much commercialism has affected how we think. Right. And affected how we view things. Christmas really today is all this magical stuff about it. Mostly has come about because of advertising. The money behind it. Yeah, because of advertising. A lot of the things that you, is advertising. If you go back, even the way Santa Claus is presented, it comes from Coca-Cola and all this other stuff. If you go to places like no, it, it comes from co- like Coca-Cola or Coca-Cola yeah. commercials and and uh, the the Christmas poem and all that. That's where it comes from. If you go to Santa Claus before that stuff, it was a lot darker. Go look at the elves before yeah. the commercials. But they had Krampus. Yeah, Krampus and and Black El and then when they you go to I certain think, places like the Netherlands where on Christmas yeah. they, they put on the black face. Yeah, and, and they're face. supposed to be elves. So this this is really kind of a, a dark holiday once you start really getting into it and, and everything else. But the way we're presented is because they're trying to sell stuff. I think the only American holiday that make more money, if not its second, is Mother's Day. Valentine's Day too. Nah, not like, Valentine's not like, Day, not, not like Mother's, Mother's Day. Day, bro. Not like Mother's Day. Mother's Day is. The top or well, the Well, you know second? what? No, you're right. Mother's Day, because when I was working at Applebee's, Mother's Day, we were, we were packed. Um, But I... I but it, it don't even matter. Yeah. All of those is, is Ponzi schemes. It's for the bread. It's for the bread. You're trying to yeah. get money out of this. If I'm a business, and it's this time of the year... And I'm saying, of course, I wouldn't do this personally with my business. Y'all, y'all, oh, yes, y'all know what we get down with. But... In the early mindset, if I'm a business, my drink's going to be Christmas themed. My restaurant going to be dolled up as Christmas mm-hmm. themed. You know what I'm saying? It's going to invite people to come over here to spend money. It ain't. They, I don't want to come over here and hear your conversation. <laughs> I don't want to know how your day was. I want to see how much money you finna give me. And from, yeah, and from a business perspective, yeah, you would expect that. Um, but You're pushing me. Yeah, you know, just it's this time of year. I know that this is what's programmed into people. So I know that if I do this, it's probably going to increase my profits. This time of year that is, listen, I, I want to say something really quick. I got to deal with this really fast. Black Friday. Okay? Deal with it. Things going around the conscious community about why Black Friday is called Black Friday. I'm going to tell you why it's actually called Black Friday. What's the conscious community say? They say it's called Black Friday they because, because they sold slaves. Okay. They were selling slaves all year round. Mm-hmm. The reason why it's called Black Friday is because on your books, you have, when you're doing your, uh, your um, I can't think of the name right taxes? now. Taxes? Not your taxes, but when you're basically seeing your losses and your profits and everything, you're in the red mm-hmm. or you're in the black. 
When you're in the red, you're you're hurting. When you're in the black, you're making profit. Mm-hmm. It's called Black Friday because the companies run so many sales during this time of year that they go from the red to the black. They're now making profits. They're now making so much money hand over fist, starting typically on that day. Why? Right? Why? Because they understand that if we put sales here and we market this thing good on December 25th, people are going to know that this is a good Black Friday is the day to buy your gifts for December 25th. Mm-hmm. So we know that we have been in a deficit because typically kids go back to school in December. Because what's the so fiscal year for December. all that type of stuff? It's like October or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, right. it's quarter four. So typically people are going back to school in September. You got all this stuff happening in September that's affecting our pockets. We're in the red. We need something to put us back in the black so we can have our profits and then any losses that we do have. When taxes come, we can just declare those. There's a lot of business stuff behind this. Now, I know some people are going to say, you know, again, Black Friday because of the slaves. I'm not saying there might not be some truth to that. Well, the slaves on discount? <laughs> no. No. So the slaves didn't have a sale on the sale for no, the slaves? No. At least not to what I've read. But I can definitely tell you that the red and the black part, that part is absolutely true. It is marking the time where, hey, we us companies, we're now finally about to get out of this deficit. We're about to get out of the red. We're in the black now. Not in the black as slaves being sold for, no, for as half, in, as half in, the as price. In the, as in the color of the pen, man. The discount. No, no, no. It's, it's, yeah. So I'm saying all that to say that uh, back to my original point, commercialism, how America has been, just really been bred to spend, to, to encourage people to consume. So it's like that holiday spirit really is... A consumer spirit. Consumer spirit. You got that. Yeah. You got that uh, spending bread spirit. I- <laughs> <laughs> Man. Anyway, all right. So we didn't. All right, we didn't talk about that. Now let's let's change the uh, let's change the gears for a bit. Um, let's go on talking about specifically speaking reincarnation. I kind of want to get into this. It's a bunch of boo. So some people really do believe in reincarnation. Um. So. Is it like we talking like reincarnation as you coming back as a baby or you coming back as anything? Depends on who you ask. Or, or any animal or Depends whatever. Depends on who you ask. Um, I believe in terms of like the rebirth of a soul into a new body. Okay. So. Means like, like means like. When basically, a baby's born. So basically, let me put it like this, right? Some people believe that us in this room, we existed before. In other bodies, in ancient times, but let's, like let's, the people, the people that rebelled yeah. in Israel, we were them during that time, now, and then we died, and now we're in this day and age. We were reincarnated into new bodies. So I seen a, a a verse that was used to defend that, and I think it was uh when Mashiach said, "This generation shall not pass until." You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden or whatever. So they took that as whoever was alive in that time when he said those words is who was alive today. Regardless of the fact that it's more people exist today than it was back then. 
Well, okay, if, if somebody could just do me a favor and actually pull that verse out, I, I just, cause, cause sometimes a lot of us take things that Mashiach said and assume that every single thing he said was end times when sometimes he was literally talking about that generation and, and the destruction of Jerusalem. Or the end of that era. Or the end of that age. Yeah, there we go. Age. Yeah, which is not necessarily the same right, thing as the end of the world. This is Matthew 24 and 34. It says, Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Now go go up further. Go up to um, go up to verse 1. In Matthew chapter 24, verse 1, And Yahushua went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Yahushua said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming no, and of the, the end of the world? Yeah, just hit the pause real quick. Because you got to understand, a lot of people during that time were not expecting the Mashiach to... They were expecting him to come, take over Rome. And that'd be it. And, and that's it. So when he's saying these things, they're kind of putting everything together, right? So he answers the question, but you got to understand the temple... The destruction of the temple, the destruction of Jerusalem and his return are two things. But he's primarily answering the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem. Everything he said definitely happened around the Mediterranean world before Jerusalem was destroyed. There was wars and rumors of wars. There were earthquakes. Mount Vesuvius. All these things happened. Destruction. People saying that they were the Mashiach and they were not. All these things happened. And then Jerusalem was destroyed. And that generation is dead. Okay. Now. The other part is his return. So we're waiting on these things again. But it happened. That generation passed. The temple was totally destroyed. Jerusalem was destroyed. It he, it happened. So uh, what's the um, verse about Yahukadon the Immerser? Commonly known as John the Baptist. So, Second Kings one and eight says, and they answered him, he was a hairy man and wore a leather girdle around his waist, and he said, and he said, it is Elijah the Tishbite. So, in terms of John the Baptist and how he was described, uh, let me go to it. And what we getting at basically is, um. When John was going around, a lot of people saw him and was questioning, like, whose spirit do you have? Saying somebody has the spirit of somebody is not saying you are that person. That's where the misconception kind of comes in with all of this because of how you thinking, like, oh, you a mighty man, man. You got the spirit of David. You David. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, nah, bro. It don't it don't work. Like yeah, that. so the yeah, having a spirit. The the best way for me to describe the word spirit, uh, which in Hebrew is ruach, um, which literally means wind, right? What what does wind do? It drives you in a certain direction. So, whatever spirit you are, you have, 
kind of drives you and guides you in that direction via whatever force. So if you have, a, let's say, a happy spirit, it's driving you or whatever spirit because you're happy. If you have a spirit of wisdom, right, it's driving you in a certain direction Rock through wisdom, right? So this is also why demons, when they possess a person, they're called spirits because they're guiding that person. They're driving that person a certain direction. So he has the spirit of Elijah. Elijah's characteristics, he has, right? He acts like Elijah. He, he thinks like Elijah, but he's not Elijah. This is interesting. Because it says in Luke 1 and 17, it says, And he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah. Mm. But it doesn't say he's Elijah. To turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and to the disobedient of the wisdom to the just, to make ready the people prepared for Yahuwah. So in terms of him coming in the spirit and power of Elijah, this is how he comes in the spirit and power of Elijah. Not to say that he is Elijah. So um, let me just bring it out. This is Mark 9. Uh, verse 9. It says, And as they came down from the mountain, he charged them that they should tell no man what things they had seen till the Son of Man were risen from the dead. Now, mind you, what they just saw was uh, Yahusha coming down and the two witnesses. Which was, well, with the two, I don't know how to say the two witnesses, but it was Elijah and Moshe that was with him. So Elijah died and then was reincarnated as um, as John the Baptist, and then he died again. No. And then he was seen with Moses. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, verse 10. Mark 9, verse 10. They kept saying with themselves, questioning one with another what the rising from the dead should mean. And they asked him, saying, why say the scribes that Elias must first come? And he answered and told them, Elias or Elijah verily cometh first and restore for all things and how it is written in the written of the son of man that he will suffer many things and be said it not but i say unto you that elijah or elias is, is indeed come and they have done unto him whatsoever they listed as it is written of him and that i can't i don't know the exact verse where that uh where he's quoting when he say that but they treated elijah bad back then so uh, where you at again this is mark 9 i just read verse 13 let me see Oh, you say Elijah has come, and they did not, uh, they did to him whatever they wished that has been written of him. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they did Elijah wrong. I know y'all talking about scripture and stuff, but y'all know how I am. <laughs> you don't always, <laughs> the word of, it's just that simple to me. So if somebody say you come in, in the spirit of, it's just that simple. You're not that person. But it defines, depends on how you define spirit. Because in today's day and age, for a lot of people, spirit and soul is interchangeable. But we ain't talking about what they think. Yeah. But, so, but, but if you don't have the understanding, the only thing you come with is what you think. But you is got the understanding I mean? when you're in school. It's not everybody. Not everybody. It depends on how you're taught in school. Yeah. I don't see that. Yeah. Because the word of is of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, mean, you, I don't you, know, man. No, you you're approaching it like I am, but 
Right. Everybody else ain't approaching it like that. So some people they but have they to, only approach yeah. it like that when they trying to negate something like this. If it, it well, that's different. anything else. Yeah. If, if yeah, they if they trying of, to negate something, they they trying to just be argumentative. We're not talking to people who are who are trying. You talking about somebody trying to understand? I'm talking about somebody who's trying to understand, and they read they're reading that into the text because they're assuming that spirit and soul is the same thing. Okay, I guess. Yeah. Let me follow it up. This is uh the book of John, chapter one, and it says John bear witness of him. First chapter uh chapter one verse fifteen. John bear witness of him and cried saying, "This was he, of whom I spake." He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was but for he was before me. And of his fullness have all we received in favor for favor. For the Torah or law was given by Moshe, but favor and truth came by Yahusha Mashiach. Mm-hmm. No man hath seen Elohim at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, hath he hath declared him. And this is the record of John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who art thou? They asking John the Baptist right now, who, who are you? I mean, who are you? Yeah, they asking John the Baptist, who are you? Verse 20. Who you be? And he confessed and denied not, but confessed, I am not the Mashiach. And they asked him, what then? Art thou Elias or Elijah? And he saith, I am not. I am not. Art thou that prophet? I am not and he Elijah. answered, no. I'm not. Verse 22. Then they said unto him, Who art thou? That we may give an answer to them that sent us. What sayest thou thyself? I am the voice that cries out in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Making way, making straight the way of Yahuwah. As said, as said the prophet Isaiah. So, Yahuqanon was prophesied, or John was John the Baptist was prophesied before his coming, as well as Yahusha was prophesied before his coming too. But he admitted that he is not who they asked who they think he is. He thought he was Elijah, but no, that's not who he was. So I guess like the question is. But Mashiach did say that Elijah did come, but you did get rid of him. So it's like that's where the confusion comes with the, the, the community where they possibly could come up with that, you know what I'm saying, assumption. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, is there, do you know of any, um, I guess, teachings uh, within the uh, pharisaical sect or Sadducee sects? I know the Sadducees, they didn't believe, the scribes didn't believe in the um, resurrection. But I cannot, did, I cannot find any evidence. But anybody believe in reincarnation? Of reincarnation. So, first off, let's actually talk about reincarnation, what it is and where it comes from. Um, reincarnation comes from India. India. That's that's where it comes from. It is not a Israelite, Canaanite, Egyptian, Mesopotamian belief. The closest thing you'll get to that is the resurrection, which is still very different. So what reincarnation basically is is, and I'm I'm, I'm going to just give a brief synopsis because hinduism is is a lot so and then you have buddhist the the buddhist view of reincarnation and all this other so it's a lot so keeping it simple there's a belief that basically you die and when you die or i'm sorry you're born you live and then when you live what you do affects your karma now there's two karmas there's karma with a k and karma with a c right 
the karma with a C are, is the one that has to do with reincarnation, which basically says, okay, the better I live on this life, the better my karma is. And when I die, I'm going to be reincarnated into something else based on my karma, right? So if you did horribly in life, you'll be reincarnated as like a chicken or something. If you did amazing in life, you'll be reincarnated as a cow. It's Indian mythology, so, you know, it's their culture. If it doesn't make sense to you, it is what it is. But this is what it, this is what they believe. And then a lot of Indian religions and Buddhism and everything is trying to figure out how to escape this cycle of, of reincarnation so you can become one with the, the deity, which, you know, depending on which religion and which belief determines what deity you're trying to be a part of. But that's where it comes from. You cannot find reincarnation in any text that is old. You might find mentions of it in newer texts, but you can't find anything in old texts. They didn't believe it. Now, I do want to deal with one thing that I've heard from uh, Wiccans, which is that there was a queen that reincarnation actually was in the Bible. And there was a queen that got rid of it. The problem is they don't tell you the queen. They don't tell you the country. They don't tell you the time period. Yeah, just believe what I'm saying. They don't tell you the book. They don't tell you the chapter. They don't give you any references of any scrolls that actually have that text. And then furthermore, they can't explain why this European queen, because it is a European queen they're talking about that they made up, why this European queen took it out of the book there, but then the Ethiopian church and then... The Jewish people and the Jewish people in all practices of Judaism and all these other people that have other copies of the text that were not under her jurisdiction also don't have that same verse. Give you no answers for any of that. But they want you to believe that some queen who's unnamed went to an unnamed book in the Bible and then removed. So it's not there. What I would call hoopla. So, so interesting thing, right? Um, for any of those that um, may be subscribed to that um, that teaching, uh, reincarnation. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go to incarnation. Yeah, let, go to the, yeah. Definitely pull up the understanding of today's version of that. So, I'm actually go to what reincarnation is because I think I already like went into it. Basically, if you if you do something in a previous life, you die, and then you are reanimated into a, another body. So that's not karma. Uh, the car, the, well, your karma. Well, karma well, there's two did, karmas, though. That's the other thing. There's two yeah. karmas. So I think he's go yeah, ahead. One with a C and one with a K. So the one that a lot of people use today is the one with a K, which basically says what you do today will determine your outcome. You know, basically, what you do is what you're gonna get, right? If you do bad to somebody, bad's going to happen to you. That's the one with the K. The one with the C has to do with reincarnation, which is what you do is going to determine how you're reincarnated. Okay. So, incarnation, it says, it talks about to be made flesh. Incarnation is to be made flesh. Reincarnation is to be made flesh again. So... I challenge anyone to think about, first of all, in terms of what was just being stated, reincarnation specifically and literally means that you are being made flesh again, right? So 
you would have to go in scripture to prove that Yahuwah allows and Yahuwah has made to where anybody has been be is ah, create something. Let's just say, let's just say Adam, right? Adam is created. When Adam dies, you have to show where Adam was made flesh again. Now you can't go to Paul and then say, well, Paul says that Yahusha is the second Adam and things like that. Because those are metaphors. Yeah. Right? It has to literally say that Adam is in this body. It is Adam's soul. It mm -hmm. is his nefesh in Hebrew that is in this body that has been brought to life. And keep in mind, it's a new body. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's not something like the reincarnation where our body is kind of, well, it's, it says it's a new body too, but it's... Yes, it's a new body, body but it's, it's a new it's, body. It's a new body in the sense of um, like an upgrade, right? Whereas it just says a new body. Yeah, it but, doesn't, but, it, it, doesn't but it, it does say that the new body is going to have esteem, or in English it would say. Glory. Well, we're talking about reincarnation, the definition. But I'm not talking about. Re I'm talking about in scripture when it talks oh, about yeah, the yeah, resurrection. Yeah. yeah, when it talks about you know we're not when Shaul talks about you know um, we'll be changed to the blinking twinkling of an yeah. eye, and we're gonna be made like the messengers and the Shemaim, like the yeah. stars. So, so that new body is an upgraded body. Yeah, right? that's not reincarnation. That's not what. This is what I'm what I'm saying is that if you want to show me Adam, mm -hmm. don't go to Paul where he says a second. I need to see Adam. And it literally says Adam is brought back in a body like this one. Matter of fact, for real, for real, to, to basically shut that whole entire thing down is when you go when Mashiach is talking about the the poor man, Lazarus and the rich and the rich dude. Yeah. And he talks about how the uh, poor man was in the um, the bosom of Abraham. And then how the rich dude was in the uh was in I think he was in Sheol, yeah. Uh, I want to say. And then but there was a huge chasm like in between them. And he said, "Man, I can't get from there to here. You can't get from here to there." And he was basically saying, "Well, tell him to dip his foot, and so I can just get like a little a little dip of water on my tongue because I'm feeling all this burning." Boy, like for real, for real. You need to mm -hmm. need to show exactly was was Lazarus reincarnated? It was a rich man reincarnated. In fact, in fact, it actually even said uh, the rich man told Lazarus, "Hey, go back and tell my family." Oh yeah, said, oh, it, it literally he, says that. He part said, "He that. said, Abraham, yep, have me, have me go tell um, my family." He said, "Well, they got the, they got Moses, yeah, Moses said, the prophet." He said, "Even if a dead man came back, which means that that's not something that was normal, Even right? If, right? Yeah, because if if reincarnation was normal." that sentence wouldn't have made sense exactly because dead people would be coming back all the time and then they might use the same one where elijah was actually brought back by no it was elijah no it wasn't elijah, elijah. La, it was no about was uh shaul uh king king saul excuse me king saul and how he brought back um Sim, yep shemuel yeah but but that's necromancy that's exactly not really, yeah, but bring him totally. back yeah, he didn't bring him back to life. All, all they did yeah. was, bring his, was bring his soul back. She 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 was an ob. Yeah. Right. Ob uh in English is translated as familiar spirit. The mm -hmm. word ob in Hebrew literally means flesh bottle. Right? So the idea is your body is a body as a bottle of flesh for a spirit to come reside in you for the moment. Mm. But it, it's not being reincarnated. It's mm -hmm. Just use it as a tool. It's a vessel. It's, it's, it's a vessel. Just a vessel, right? Yeah. So I'm that's vessel, what happened. I'm a <laughs> but yeah, um, that's a. Uh, it's easy. 
No, it, it's the danger. <laughs> the danger behind it is thinking like, all right, I may mess up, even if I do jack up. So I'm gonna have another chance. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like, but they'll tell you YOLO. Remember YOLO was big back when we by the time mm-hmm. you graduated and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 11, 12, 10, 2010, 2011, it was YOLO was a big old thing. Yeah. So you only live once. But at the same time they tell you live it to the fullest. what's after this don't matter. So the re- the danger behind reincarnation is one of two things. If if it's uh if it's not true, those that those that don't that's on the other side of that spectrum it believe it's nothing after death. And then those that are strong with it believe that oh you just you'll just come back as something else and then mm-hmm. you could try again that time and if you do good that time, you may come back as rich. But see that's where that's where I, that only works in the new age doctrine. Right. Because Hinduism has that karma system which puts a cap on that. So because that karma system basically says you must do good. In That's what I'm saying. Yeah, if you do good this yeah, next time when you come must back. In order to come back as something good. Because if you don't, you will come back as literally as an animal that nobody cares about. And no, But in the new no age cap. system, they remove that karma system. So now it's just reincarnation with no sort of nothing. So people just, yeah. eh. I'll never forget. I heard somebody say something one time. That's why babies cry. Cause they uh, they weren't even born. That's that. why they cry. I heard that. Cause uh, they was in peace, and now they got to come back to I've this heard earth. That. So they start crying. I've heard that. I've I've heard people. That's uh, so silly. Yeah, I've heard people talk to children, and you know the kids. It's might easy not. to get caught up in that, though. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's, uh, yeah, it may sound silly to us, but for somebody else, that's like they they wholeheartedly believe in it. If you have somebody that's looking for truth, they don't let don't let them do something that their grandmama did. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you my granddaddy. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember, I had I had someone tell me that uh, that Abraham was still walking this earth. I said, I think that come from uh, it's a book in the apocrypha. He said, "I'll send you the. I'm gonna send you." Oh man. So what does it mean when he said you gonna you gonna be long and old and sleep with your fathers? <laughs> I, I just need to know. Did he say you gonna wake up with you gonna wake up with with your sons? Hey, listen, listen. Here's the thing though, because we're, we're kind of mentioning things that people, people in the hate. world believe, but there are Israelites who teach this. Yes, there's Israelites who teach it. Like this, is, like, we're specific. We're yeah. specifically speaking. Well, I, me in particular, I am specifically speaking in terms of reincarnation to the Israelite community. Well, I'm shifting to the Israelite community because I was talking about people. Now I'm shifting. Oh, okay. But I did want to set that that standard of the world first because you need to know where this stuff comes from. As I yeah. stated earlier, what something is objectively cannot change, is not changed just because of your belief, right? Yeah. Or your personal yeah. feelings. What does so, it say? Oh, go ahead. Found it. This is uh, the book of Second Esdras, chapter one. Well, you, that, that says so everything second, to me. So, <laughs> cut it up. So Second Esdras, chapter one would technically be Third Esdras in the Sefer, or the Sefer, or the Sefer. Some Sefer. people like to pronounce it. But uh, if you if you're using the apocrypha, this is Second Esdras, chapter one, starting at uh, verse thirty-eight. It says, and now. Brother, behold what esteem and see the people that come from the east unto whom I will give for leaders. Avraham, Yitzchak, 
and Yaakov, Oseas, Amos, and Machias, Joel, Abdias, and Jonas, Nahum, and Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Agias, Zechariah, and Malachi, which is called also in Malak, or angel of Yahuwah. So they're saying these are people that's going to come back. I've, I've heard that doctrine before. In the well. resurrection? In reincarnation and be walking the earth to be prophets to the to to. What the chapter was this again? Second Ezra chapter one. Okay, well let's start verse off. What? Yeah, starting at verse thirty. Well, I started at verse thirty-eight, but you could take start at verse thirty-seven for real. It says, "I take witness to the favor of the people to come, whose little ones rejoice in gladness, and though they have not seen me with bodily eyes yet in Ruach, they shall believe. They believe the things that I say." And now behold, now brother, behold what esteem and see the people that come from the east. And that's where they... Yeah, but there's, there's one thing they're not taking. Keep in mind, I don't view Second Esdras the same way as a lot of other Israelites do. So there is a verse, I can't think of it where exactly it's at, but I know it's in the prophets, where it says, I'm going to restore your judges as at the first, right? So remember, before they had kings, they had judges. Or shepherds. Yeah, they had shepherds, right? So a lot of times when people are seeing things like David being told, you know, he's going to be a ruler in the resurrection. He's going to be a shepherd. Yeah. So all I'm seeing is that, right? But again, it's coming from Second Esdras, and you know, I have my own opinions about that that I can talk about at a later time. But um, it's a good book. Go read it. But I'm just not going to put it on the same level as like the prophets. Yeah, um, where it does say uh, it does say leaders, but once again, eh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see. I guess I could, I can understand it from what you're saying. Right? How it, someone, how someone could, could come up with could that. come up with that, but it's it's that's a that's a stretch. But here's the thing, I I understand it, and I and um. It is a stretch for someone that has some form of education in terms of reading scripture, um, asking for, you know, Yahoo's understanding concerning it to where you have someone that's extremely new, wet behind the ears, right. as they say, right. you know, and then you just take that child and you mold that child into something that they really don't know. And when they ask questions, you just pound 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 information on top of like a repetition of information repetition of information repetition information and so yeah that's why you know you have some people out here that they sound just like their teachers and they sound just as wrong as their teachers they they they, they, they no, they're I, coming I, in the spirit I, I of their teachers i believe in reincarnation I, as far as the scriptures go like that verse that i, that I just brought out when mm -hmm. i first heard that i'm like well okay you know what i'm saying i i was wholeheartedly on that side of the field mm -hmm. but then i you know what i'm saying i got better understanding started to read a little bit more like you just was y'all was reading about Luke 16 with the chasm. It's, it's no coming back once you're gone, you know what I'm saying? Those type of things. It's like all right, that makes you know what I'm saying that kind of makes more sense to me. Mm -hmm. So that's where it's a, it's a thing of discernment. You got to make it, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, once again, because if, if you just sitting there just listening to, you know, what someone says all the time and not reading for yourself, then yeah, you're going to come, you might come to the same conclusion and continue with it. And with someone around the, and with someone, you know, that might be a more 
studied, I would say that studied um, or have a you know a different perspective concerning it, you know, might hit you with a little challenge. The first thing that you do is you read it, but then you like, oh, I got to go talk to my teacher. But see that as also, you should, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you said you should, you should, you should do mm-hmm. that. But you brought out a good point, which is discernment. Um, one thing that I've noticed, and and this is because a lot of Israelites, in particularly on the camp side of things, are starting to become, they're starting to gravitate towards ideas and teachings and doctrines that come from black consciousness and comedic sciences and things like that. So in those disciplines, comedic science in particular, but also like uh, African spirituality to some degree, consciousness and knowledge is praised. But there's a difference between knowledge and discernment. Just because you can have all the knowledge in the world, right? But all knowledge is, is information. If you don't have the discernment to not only know what information is good and bad, but also don't have the discernment to know how to apply that information, you you can you run into a lot of danger. So, all right, because it made me think, um, with the comedic community, right? Uh, a lot of people like to subscribe to it. Is there not a, a a book of or some type of thing of laws that Egypt did? The forty two laws of Maat. Well, yeah, but those aren't even laws. <laughs> those weren't even laws. Those, those weren't even laws. The forty two principles of Maat were things that when you died, you were supposed to go before the Enid, which was the Egyptian council. And confess that you never did these things, right? So they're confessions. If you actually read how it's written, it says, so, "I have never done this. But, I have never done that." So, but outside of that, though, are, are there not? Is there like a Torah? Is there some type of documentation of laws or anything? No. Like that? Uh, so that's why the, any laws would have been something that a pharaoh instituted. Exactly. Who, who knows? That's yeah, preference. Who knows the if the next pharaoh kept those laws? Exactly. That that could be changed and altered. And and it I also varies from, the, from principality and location in Egypt too. Right. So, so that's the um the I think that's why it's so easy to get behind that far rather than Torah because Torah ain't gonna change. Nobody in Yasharat. You don't get me wrong. You had people that you know say had sovereigns or kings that came up. And decide, okay, I'm not going to keep that. But they, at the end of the day, they knew this was the end all be all when it came to it. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's, most that's the interesting part. Of what you just said, like they chose not to keep. They that. chose not to keep it. Yeah, they it chose something else. It wasn't. Oh, if whatever I say, it is that. Let me. Let I'm me, just saying, let like, me nah, edit we ain't got to do that. Let me edit this real right. quick. Because nine times ten, they all they did was pick up what somebody else was doing, mm-hmm. and then make that. You know what I'm saying? It's lawful. You mm-hmm. don't. I'm just saying, I'm, no, nowhere will you find where, like, you know what I'm saying, Israel was in charge and they were saying you, you was wrong for keeping Torah or you'll get punished for keeping Torah. Don't get me wrong. They chased after some prophets or whatever, but they never said, hey, you're not allowed to keep Torah when Yashara was in charge. Even, or, or, even, when, even when Israel was rebelling against the Most High, they still worshipped him. Right. They, just, they just were doing it in a very disobedient way. I, I'm so glad you said that because I want to hit on where uh, it talks about in Isaiah to where he says, I hated your feast days, your new moons, and your Sabbath. Is that Isaiah? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Isaiah. Isaiah. Okay. 
All right. So just going to clear the air for that real quick, because some people, they say, well, we don't have to do the feast days. You don't have to do the new moon, stuff like that. Look, if you read verse nine and ten, verses nine and ten. Matter of fact, let's let's get to it. it Bring it out out. real quick. Hold on. Uh, But and then I'm going to land back on that. I got to find it real quick. It's Isaiah something. Isaiah one. When you find it, I'm going to expand on what on uh, what I just said because I don't want some people to get confused about what I was saying. Go expand first. Okay, so um, when I say they were still worshiping and they were doing it in a very disobedient way, so you'll never read where the Israelites said we're not going to worship Yahuwah anymore. But what they did was they worshipped him in the pantheon. Remember, they were supposed to only worship Yahuwah. But what they did was they would bring Asherah poles in the temple. It was still the temple of Yahuwah, but there was Asherah pole in there, right? So that that was the thing. They You're not going to find where the Israelites totally abandoned the worship of Yahuwah for another deity and said, you know, we're just not dealing with him anymore. Now, you will find this in Egypt. You will find in Egypt where the Egyptians actually straight up abandoned. You'll find this in Canaan. You'll find this all over the place uh, where the, the people actually abandoned one set of gods for another. You will find that. You will find where certain pharaohs made the worship of one God and banned the worship of all other gods in Egypt. You'll, you'll find these things, but you don't find that in Israel. And to Yeremiah's point, what he basically was saying is that I found it. Yeah, Torah and, and Israel had a set of instructions. Now, how well they kept it varies, but they had a set of instructions, whereas Egypt did not have a set set of instructions basically the torah quote unquote was whatever the pharaoh said because mm-hmm. uh, i know you're getting that before you get to it i just want to bring out deuteronomy 12 starting at verse 30 it says take heed to thyself that thou be not snared by following them them being heathen nations after that they be destroyed from before thee and that thou inquire not after their Elohim, saying how did these nations serve their Elohim? Even so will I do likewise. Thou shalt not do so unto Yahuwah the Elohim, for every abomination to Yahuwah which he hateth have they done unto their Elohim. For even their sons and their daughters they have burnt in the fire to their Elohim. Uh, just to make one quick addition to that as well, since we were talking about Christmas earlier, if you are a Christian and you are watching this podcast, I would strongly recommend that you really go do this, the research on the origins of Christmas. You're going to go back to Rome. If you really do your digging, Saturnalia. you're going to go back to the Chronica in Greece. And if you go back further, you're going to go back to Canaan. And you need to see how they were keeping the, the day that we call Christmas. It wasn't necessarily a winter holiday during that time, but it was a uh, it involved some burning and some sacrificing. So, so before before I get back to that, because I, because you, Yeremiah, uh, who you have brought up that scripture, then like you kind of um, you land back off of that. So, even more so from I guess a uh, a plain aspect of it, right? People say that I'm gonna celebrate Christmas, but I'm gonna give the praise and the esteem to to God. All right. So this is exactly what that verse is saying. 
That verse is basically telling you if you have this type of mindset that you're going to try and worship God, how you how you you believe God is. Right. Talking about God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, um, Yahuwah. If you're saying that you're going to worship him in terms of but put his name or put his his esteem or his quote unquote uh, praise into Christmas, it's an abomination. He it's don't a, want you to love him like he that. don't. He don't want you to do that. He's not. He's not like the gods of the Romans. He's not like the gods of the Greeks. He's not like the gods of the Egyptians. He is. He is set apart. He is the highest of the high. Shaddai. So you need to understand that. What I was gonna give an example like that. So say you got a child mm-hmm. and you tell your child, "This is how I want your room clean." And your child be like, well, well, the well way, the way I'm going to clean it like this. Yeah. And I love you. I still love, I'm going to clean my room. I'm going to clean it like this. And this is good for me. So, yeah. Because this is what Johnny does at his house. Yeah. This, this, you know, his this, par- this is how his parents tell him parents to clean, clean his room. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to so, do it like this. I'm going to do it like that. And when you come home, I'm going to present it to you the way you didn't tell me to do it and show you the way somebody else did it. And yeah. But you, I don't like, I don't like Johnny. Yeah. But this is how and Johnny. And know I love you regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know you don't like Johnny, but Johnny cleans his room like this, so I clean my room like Johnny cleans it. Here you go. I love you. Yeah. So 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 take that take that that beautiful example, right? So take that example, right, and apply it to to the father. So when you say, "All right, this is I know what you want me to do, but I'm gonna do it this way because this is how I feel comfortable doing it," so I'm just gonna. So you gonna accept it like this? He gonna look at you like he gonna look. He, <laughs> who you, <laughs> you know how a parent pluck you in your forehead? Put it right now. It ain't gonna be yes and amen. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. hell no. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it ain't gonna be yes and amen. Just know how you gonna look at your child. He gonna look at you the same exact way, if not even worse. So, so, so in that, go ahead, Ock. Put somebody bring up. Cain and Abel story real quick. I got you. Uh, Cain and Abel. So where, actually, where you want? I guess about the when, offer, when the they were doing the sacrifices. Right? Yeah, the sacrifice. People misinterpret oh, yeah. Cain and Abel's story. They they believe that the reason okay. why the Most High rejected Cain's sacrifice is because he brought plants. But we can see in the Torah that there were times where you would bring grain. They, they, there were literally times in the feast days you brought grain for sacrifice. So it wasn't that. Right. First fruits. Okay, this is a book of better sheet, also called Genesis chapter four, starting at verse one. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from Yahuwah. And she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the and in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought the fruit of the ground, an offering unto Yahuwah. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. All right, so the difference was not that Cain brought plants. He was a farmer. So that would be kind of weird for him to say, hey, this is what I farmed. And then Yahuwah would be like, nah, I don't want that. That's not what it was. Abel brought the first fruits. Cain just kind of picked up whatever. He brought the fruit. He, he brought fruit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't his first. And there's hints there that probably wasn't even his best. 
He just brought something. And like, here you go. Right. That's why I wasn't accepted. And that's why I wasn't accepted. Let me, I'll finish it up. Uh, finish the rest of verse four. And Yahuwah had respect unto Abel and his and to his offering, but unto Cain and to his offering he had no respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his account his accountants his countenance fell. And Yahuwah said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth, or why are you mad? And why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shalt not shalt thou not be accepted? If thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Basically, he's saying, what you upset for? You know what you were supposed to do. Yeah. Don't you know if you do well and do good and do what you're supposed to do, I will accept you. But if you don't, yeah, the evilness is creeping right at you. And if you continue to do bad, it's going to overtake you. Yo, so to bring this to is the crazy. Go ahead. So it was a time, right? This is the first time in my life. It was I was in fifth grade. My sister was in uh she was in ninth grade. I was in ninth grade. My and my <laughs> oldest sister was in ninth grade. Huh? Keep going out. Keep going <laughs> out. Yeah. Keep I was, going out. I was in fifth grade. My oldest sister was in ninth grade, and my second oldest sister was in fifth grade with me as well. We were all getting paid for to do chores around the house. Mind you, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking I'm doing legit. I'm thinking I'm doing what I'm supposed to. My mama and daddy gave my older two sisters $20 a piece. I'm waiting for my $20. Like, yeah. They gave me five. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is crazy. This is, this is just crazy. I'm even thinking about this right now. I was like, yo, this messed up. You know what I'm saying? I know I did what I was supposed to do. They was like, nah, you uh, you did this, but Jasmine and Monty did. Da, 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 da. And I was like, Word, it is what it is. And the back end of that was I saved my five dollars. They went and spent their twenty dollars the very the very first time we was able to go to the store and spend all our money. I was like, I'ma just save, man. So you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Big ups to me for did you know you, what I'm saying. I'm trying you, to I'm get, you, hey, I, I, I doubled it up. Okay. I was going to ask, did you save it or you ain't shout have out it to up money to buy lessons, you know? <laughs> But uh, that, it made me think, at the same, I ain't going to lie, initially my thought process was like, I felt like I did good. I'm not, well, next time we clean, I, it, is, it is what it is then. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? I'm not finna go hard the next time to try to get $20. But I'm like, no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? I, I sat on it. Like, nah, I'd rather have $20 than $5. Uh -huh. So, I'm going to go above and beyond the next time. Yeah. And, like, bring it all together. The reason why I was bringing Cain in and actually helped my point, too, I'm glad you brought that out, is because when you're celebrating Christmas again, he already brought out the scripture, which when I didn't want to celebrate Christmas anymore, and then I was telling my mom, I literally brought that same scripture out to her. Um, and of course, my mom doesn't celebrate anymore either. Yeah, I brought. I literally brought that same exact verse out um, because at the end of the day, you're bringing the father something that not only did he already say he doesn't want, but let's be real here, it's about you, right? Most people, when they say, "Oh yeah, it's about the birth of when you say Christ and all this other stuff," most of the time, that's kind of the afterthought. When you look at all of the traditions of Christmas, right, where do you fit Yahusha in that other than a manger scene and, and a play at church? Where do you really fit him at? Is he in the tree? Because there's nothing in the New Testament that talks about a tree being decorated with lights, 
right? Do you fit him in in the snow? Cause I know a Bible verse that do talk about a tree being decorated with. Yeah, but that's a Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah. We, 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 we technically do need to just read that real. Yeah, that's what yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. we can round that. We can round yeah. the episode yeah. off. Yeah, we'll round it out with that. Right, but right, right. yeah, I'm just saying when you look at all the tra- what is it in the reef? Is it in the the mistletoe that you go kiss? There's there's nothing there that you can really look at and be honest with yourself and say. Yeah, this is yeah. I can see this in the new. T- I can see how your Yahusha fits in that. You can't. All of it. It it comes. You definitely can't see it in Santa Claus. So, I mean, <laughs> but 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 then you got all this stuff that has nothing to do with him. You can't get it from the scripture, but it's about his birth. You gotta make. Well, you gotta. No, you but, gotta but make you it about. You be, but you but say you, you love yeah, him. But you, you say you love him, him and you're gonna give yeah. this day to him. That you're not doing anything for him for, where he's the afterthought. You're going to give something to him. You're going to give it to him. Then he tells you, what? Well, no, I got these days where you can still enjoy yourself, but it's about me. You do these things about me, and you still enjoy yourself, and you won't do it. So. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead to Jeremiah 10. Um, so here you go. Jeremiah 10, starting at verse 1. It says, hear the word of Yahuwah. Well, hear the word which Yahuwah speaks to you, O house of Israel. Thus says Yahuwah, do not learn the ways of the nations. Do not be awed by the signs of the heavens, for the nations are no. awed by no. them. When you said learn the way of the nations, I was I was going like point out the fact that this is the way of the the other nations. Like, okay. like, yeah, right, yeah, right. like, this, is, like this is not this is what, what I want do. you to do. Uh, it's not, this is not what y'all do. That's right. right. So do not learn the way of the nations. Now, pause. Run it this, back. This Trump. means this way. <laughs> this is the way of the nations. <laughs> All right. Hear the word which Yahuwah speaks to you, O house of Israel. House Yashar of Israel, all. meaning if you want to be house of Israel, if you, you want to be grafted this. in, if you want to be nat- natural na- uh, natural born, this is what you need to be. Listen up. If you want to be natural born, if you want to be grafted in, this is who he's talking to. Thus says Yahuwah, do not learn the way of the nations. Non-Israelites. Right. So this is, Everybody do that not don't learn do, this way. <laughs> they choosing not to. You know, hey, right. yeah. right, keep going. Proceed. And, and do not be awed <laughs> Do not be awed or marveled by the signs of the heavens, for the nations are awed by them. Crazy thing is, y'all see what happened in Dubai? Yes, I actually don't. It was. Uh, it was I sent it in the uh, in the chat. It was. Uh, we. I'm, I feel like what you said, Project Blue Beam, but it was the meteor, so called meteor shower that everybody was awed by. It was. Mm-hmm. It was like you know. Of course, we don't see this over here in America. They only show us what they wanted to show us. But mm-hmm. over there, it was big, big news. It was huge. But like you said, don't be awed by. Were they worshiping it? Because yeah, that's kind of. I I would not be far fetched to believe somebody saw that it was like. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) He's coming. If if I were to see an extravagant media shower, I'd be like, "Wow!" But that's not necessarily talking about just looking at something and saying, "Wow, look at that." That's they they literally are looking at the sky. They're afraid of these things. They're worshiping these things. Yeah, who would throw some? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, right? But you said the first thing you said is afraid. Yeah, they're they're fearful. Yeah, but like just think if someone who isn't in scripture, who isn't in Torah, isn't in the way of Yahweh, they probably make it a wish. If you, I'm saying, oh yeah, 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 because like I'm not gonna lie. At one point in time, I was one of those people. Every time I try, I tried to find shooting stars. Then at one point in time, I started seeing a whole bunch of them. Right. <laughs> I started. I started seeing a whole bunch, and I'm like, mm, I'm like, 
I thought about it, and but then, not I, as and rare then, as and we then think. Deuteronomy came to mind. I said, I ain't about to make a wish to this. No. Then no. I just kept it moving, and then I, then and now it's just like, yo, y'all see that shooting star? Well, it's gone now. Mm-hmm. They keep on going my life. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, stars bro, shoot, bro. Bro, I done seen so many shooting stars. It's not even funny. <laughs> Um, hey, testament. Go ahead. Stars be shooting. <laughs> <laughs> so it says, "For the laws of these people are worthless. For one cuts a tree from the forest." Interesting. It says laws there. Go ahead. Work for the hands of a craftsman with a cutting tool. Right. So they cutting a tree down out of the forest, and they use a cutting tool to craft it by a craftsman. They beautify it with silver and gold. Hmm. They strengthen it with nails and hammers so that it doesn't fall. Mm-hmm. They are like a round. They are like a round post, and they do not speak. They have to be carried because they do not walk. Do not be afraid of them, for they do not. For they do no evil, nor does in them to do any good. Mm. There is none like you, O Yahuwah. You are great, and great is your name and might. It's funny because. When I was a kid, you wanted if you if you had the real tree in your house, you was I was just gonna say that person, you know, because it's like I don't get a I don't cut a tree down, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you might not do it, but you want to get a real tree. It's still the same thing. We had somebody a while ago. It was about the admiration behind it. Yeah, yeah. So so like the idolization. Yeah. So like so the whole once again. It's like I'm just doing this because it's tradition. Once again, the tradition. The, okay, the oh, tradition. Good that. I'll bring it out real quick. Go oh, ahead, keep talking. Man's tra- tradition. Tra- yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like yo, it's it's man's tradition. Like it's a tradition of them. Like some people had a conversation with someone. It's like, well, Jeremiah ten isn't talking about a Christmas tree. Okay, so what is it talking about? Oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna level with you, all right? You say it's not talking about a Christmas tree. What is it talking about? But well, they tree. would say they would say a totem pole or an idol. But here's the here's the thing. But it about says a it. tree being cut out the forest. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. With gold and silver. Even even if it is, let's say they're actually cutting all the branches off and they're fashioning it into an idol, everything else applies. So it's in a crib. It's in a house. So it's being it's being held up. Because they can't carry it. Okay, Jeremiah ten, what you just read, Jeremiah ten coincides perfectly with Deuteronomy twelve that we read earlier, mm-hmm. which Deuteronomy is a commandment. It's mm-hmm. telling you, it's a command to not do these things. Mm-hmm. Mark seven verse nine, and he said unto them, "Full well you reject the commandment of Elohim that ye may keep your own tradition." So, you would rather. Hey man, it's for the family, man. It's for the kids, bro. That's the number one right there. It's for the kids. We gonna we just do. I, I know y'all. I know how. I know what you're saying, bro. We don't look at it like that. You know what I'm saying? Are you talking about that? It, <laughs> I ran through all of that. It's just it. It is what it is, bro. I know how you looking at it, and I, and and that's hard. It's very hard for a lot of new people coming to this truth to expound on that to their family members, because the the feedback and the kickback that you get, it'll make you either. It's gonna make you one of two things. You're gonna either be a black sheep and you're gonna have to, you know what I'm saying, go about your way, or you might fold and just be like, all right, I'll just show up. And I'll a black a black sheep look pretty fire though. <laughs> like a black sheep? Not pretty- a black sheep ain't fire in a crowd full of white ones. Nah, black sheep kind of dope. <laughs> you know, we know what you're saying, but black sheep look kind of dope, bro. A black sheep in the sense that you're saying that's like 
Everybody your shoes got everybody from school got new shoes and you coming in with the jumps from three years ago. Everybody got all whites and you got the black all forces black. on. Hey, hey, they got All black. Everybody else got got on Air Forces. You got on Vikies. You know what I'm saying? Nah, bro. Oh, what hey. are Vikies? Ponies. Exactly. You got on ponies. You all white affair ponies. versus the all black affair. Ponies. All black affair be kind of. You kind of be. Yeah, we. we that's mean, being set apart. But, but everybody's all black at that point. In all black affairs, everybody's in all black. I'm that's, just saying. You coming black, to an all white affair with all, all black on? Like, black sheep yeah. have look pretty fire. That's all you I'm, know saying. what I'm saying. This is the time we went to that uh, um, that home going, and everybody wore white, and I wore black. <laughs> <laughs> on purpose? I didn't know. See? <laughs> Set apart. <laughs> Kodesh. <laughs> Kodesh. Ch- chasing righteousness. You feel me? All right. So, so basically, so like I said, like like we've been talking about, like so some people say, well, what do we what do we do? Once again, we go for in terms of what um, Leviticus says, all the instructions, the feast days that Yahuwah says that we should be doing. So that are more fulfilling. Yes, very more fulfilling. And they have Mashiach in them. Like, they have meaning. Yep. The Messiah is in them. Food. <laughs> fellowship. Y'all want to talk about food? Food. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie, man. I, I've. I be good. Boy. Hey, listen, at Pesach, man, I've had more food at Pesach than I ever had in any Easter or Christmas or anything. Boy, Pesach, you know what I'm We ate good at Shavuot. Shavuot. Man, I'm boy. Listen, dog, what? Here's the crazy thing, too. You get full with no itis. You feel me? Yeah. Because you in worship. You ever no notice that? You singing. You having I, a I good time. I don't get time. the itis, but oh, well, I definitely. Ain't, ain't nobody talking to you. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't get the <laughs> itis, but. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we got every, every feast day, you linking up with like-minded folks. Mm-hmm. And the right. other stuff they talk about during those days and stuff like um about like what well, it's the only time of the de- this only time of the year where you're being good to each other and all this other stuff. And they say, Well what if we don't do that, then what we gonna like do, so do me, that stuff every day? You 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 got one time. Yeah. I already got seven times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your I got first, seven for show once. You, for your one day, I got two of them that last a week. Yeah, you feel me? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, actually, if you really want to be technical, it's about 52 times because every Shabbat, every, every Shabbat, Shabbat is you know what I'm saying? So, every Shabbat right, is right. first day. Because I have to always tell people that imagine that, imagine because because the Shabbat is, is is a day too. So it's like, what like imagine the 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 world doing what they supposed every, to do. Every, everybody every, kept Torah. Y'all yeah. would not have no complaints. For you would have no complaint. You'd be celebrate like this whole celebration stuff. You would be doing. You'd be doing it but once they have, a but week. But they had their own Torah. Remember what it said in Jeremiah yeah, yeah, when yeah. I was pointing yeah. out that the yeah. law. The law. And I, I'm. You did say that. Yeah, it's a hone in on that word Torah. We we translate it as law, but it law, can also yeah. mean instructions. Instructions, instructions right? Yeah. So like when you're doing this stuff for for Christmas. There's instructions on what how you do it. You don't just put the tree up. You put the tree up by the window. So that way you put the lights on a certain way. You got to put the lights on this side, not on the back side. So that when you turn it on, everybody can see the best lights shining be out. Got on the top of yeah, it. Yeah, the, the mm-hmm. gifts have to be up under the tree a certain way. The star mm-hmm. got to be on top the of the tree. The star has to be on top of the tree. The wreath has to be on the door. Your stockings yeah. have to be over the fireplace. Yeah, it has to be over the fireplace. <laughs> the wreath, the stocking, the mistletoe, all those got connotations to something else Every too. Every single hey, one of them. Can we just talk about the other things? Like just real quick before we end the episode. Can what we talk things? about the, the, the stupidity? Like how y'all be living in apartments <laughs> saying that Santa Claus is going to come down the chimney. <laughs> like, fam. 
<laughs> what chimney? He about to break through your window. He about to break through your window. I told, yo, I told my daughter that. First of all, he coming. I told my daughter. I said, first baby girl. Do we got a chimney? Do we got a chimney? Is there a chimney on here? Saying about to be climbing on the walls like Spider-Man. You feel me? Come on, Hold on. Slow down. Slow down. First of all. This tree is pretty small. Your gift's big like you in an apartment. So how you get this toy yeah, car yeah. in here? So you want this this, this yeah. <laughs> Look, y'all don't and what under- gifts he bring in here? These what about the gifts that's already here? So who did, who bought them? Y'all don't understand. Santa Claus is coming through the AC. <laughs> the AC there's a, there's an outside AC HVAC on top of the building <laughs> that he can that he can travel. That don't lead to everybody's apartment. Though. It leads to everybody's apartment because it's one AC unit. And then if you got a if you, then if you got a window unit, it's even better because it's direct access. <laughs> he supernatural out the way. Yeah, he no, coming through. He, travel, he, he, travels he coming through, through the, the AC unit. He what well, he going he gonna lead the presents. He gonna leave the other person's apartment through the window, climb like Spider Man into the other window. The person who didn't have access he to the using, AC unit using his magical dust. Yeah. Hey yo. Oh, speaking of magical dust, that's crack cocaine that <laughs> all these people <laughs> own that believe. <laughs> that believe in it. Hey, no, but real talk. When y'all be talking about the kids and all this other stuff, I need y'all to understand how much smarter your kids is than you are. Than you, than you think they are. Th- no, than you are. <laughs> <laughs> because you, let me wow. tell you something. Yo. Let me tell you something. I told my daughters, my, my daughter has an older sister. I told my daughters, I said, hey, she lost her, my, my daughter lost her um, her tooth. And she, she was talking about the tooth fairy. I said, baby girl, the tooth, the tooth fairy isn't real. Her older sister said, literally eyes lit up and she looked at me and she said hey that makes sense and i said why it makes sense and she said i didn't see no no glitter or nothing on the ground in the morning (laughs) that's hilarious but i need you to understand how kids think so she like that they, I didn't see no like, like it was like it's really simple, like, man uh, 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 i got a perfect scripture for that and you know what i'm saying so boom this is Psalm 78. We talked about how you talked about earlier and we started out the episode about these kids have to learn this. They have to be taught this. Mm-hmm. One way or the other. So depending on what you teach them as your parent, they depend on you. They literally your dependence up until the age of, of maturity. They depend on you for every even thought that crossed their mind. This is Psalm 78 starting at verse 2. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to come the praises of Yahuwah and his strength and his wonderful works that he have done. For he established a testimony in Yaakov and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children, that the generation to come might know them, even the generation which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in in Elohim, not Santa, and and not forget the works of Elohim, but keep his commandments. Not Santa. (laughs) <laughs> it might not be as their fathers a stubborn and rebellious generation a generation that set not their heart aright and whose rock or spirit was not steadfast with Elohim this is a one of it's, it's, it's two sided it's a two sided coin either you gonna teach your children about the things that you're learning you know what I'm saying the falsehood if you learn something false you need to teach your children that it's false if you learn something that's true you need to teach them that it's true you're, you are you are substantial substantially like vital 
and the next generation that's coming up, even if you don't got kids, if you a mentor to somebody else, if somebody else look up to you, if another grown person look up to you, you know what I'm saying? You are vital in their understanding, their help, you know what I'm saying? And as Aki said, we're supposed to be a light. Yahoo is supposed to shine through us. So what we bring out to these, especially to these children, man, I'm big on that because I don't care how much work we put on this podcast. I don't care. Seven and eight-year-olds not listening to what we're talking about right now. They're not finna be chilling in the car or on the way home or chilling at their house playing, pressing play on uh, on what we're saying right now. Their parents are, or hopefully. But if there does happen to be some kids out there, what up, kids? Shalom. Yeah, the But for real, though, you know what I'm saying? This It's our job. It's our job. I, I'm. It's it's your duty, man. These that's, brothers that's around me, what it's their duty yeah. to help me with my kids. Yeah, that's 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 literally what you're there for yeah. as their parent. That's that 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 that's it. I don't know what else to say. It's, it's not. You're not supposed uh, to hide the truth. Yeah, from it's, them. it's it's again. Americans have this view that your job as a parent is to feed them and clothe them. That's what you do, so that way you can keep them alive. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. So yeah. you don't go to jail. Yeah, that's it. that's not even for you to go to. Jail. That's just for you to keep them alive. In survival. Alive. They gotta yeah. eat. Yeah, that, that's yeah. not that's not your job. They mind is important. Yeah. Y'all y'all letting job, y'all letting these schools and TV and stuff. Yeah, y'all giving them their iPads and stuff like that, bro. Functional members of society. Stop lying to your kids, your man. Right, they got to be alive to do that. So <laughs> what we said in the last episode, <laughs> you gotta yeah, go see you your kids. Think about your kids. <laughs> go, go see your kids, nah, man. Stop real, lying to your kids. They brains, man. Y'all worry about everything else except for they brain. Y'all think that they 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 just kids, and y'all think that they don't know nothing, man. I my my baby girls is like real important to me, just like everybody else's kids is important to them, and I need y'all to understand that, man. Like that, your kids is not just kids. You know what I mean? They ain't they, like they—they're they, the little. Humans. They the future. Yeah, they're like they kids right. are the future. They they gonna grow up, and they, you want them to just keep this like you know, like you are sitting there knowing something, and you are okay with telling them this is you you okay with lying to them? That's kind of crazy to me. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know he's not the originator, but uh, in the words of sexual chocolate, I believe the truth. <laughs> 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 I don't know. All right, so I'm going to go expound just real quick on this Isaiah, man. Uh, Isaiah 1. So this is a vert. Okay, so in terms of people, whether it be in Christianity um, or others that do, or others that do not believe that we should be uh actually um participating in the shabbat and the new moons in the feast days um they go to isaiah 1 and 14 excuse me uh 1 and 13 stop bringing futile offerings and incense it is an abomination to me new moons sabbaths the calling of the gatherings i am unable to bear unrighteousness in assembly my being hates your new moons and your appointed times. They are trouble to me. I am weary of being of bearing them. And when you spread out your hands and I will hide my eyes from you, even though you made many prayers, I do not hear your hands have become filled with blood. So <clears throat> so people will take that aspect right there and that scripture right there and say, this is why we shouldn't be doing it. Well, if you scroll up before that, Yahuwah is saying why he hates this. Verses 9 and 10. 
unless Yahuwah of hosts has left to us a small remnant, we would have become like Sodom and we would have been made like Amora. Now, the next verse says, hear the word of Yahuwah, you rulers of Sodom. Give ear to the Torah of your Elohim, you people of Amora. Of what use to me are your many slaughterings, declares Yahuwah. I have had enough of your ascending offerings, of rams, of fat, fed of beasts. I do not delight in the blood of bulls or in lambs or in goats. When you come to appear before me, who has required this from you, your hand, to trample my courtyards? Stop bringing futile offerings and incense. It's an abomination to me. New moon, Sabbaths, calling of gatherings. I am unable to bear unrighteousness and assembly. My being hates your new moons and your appointed times. They are a trouble to me. I am weary of bearing them. And when you spread out your hands, I hide my face from you. Even though you make my you make many prayers, I do not hear. Your hands have become filled with blood. Wash yourselves. Make yourselves clean. Put away the evil of your doing from my eyes. Stop doing evil. Learn to do good. Seek right ruling. Reprove the oppressor. Defend the fatherless. Plead for the widow. So clearly he's telling you this is something they were not doing. Come now, let us reason together, says Yahuwah. Though your sins are like scarlet, they should be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they should be made as wool. If you submit and obey, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword, for the mouth of Yahuwah has spoken. So the people of Israel are being compared to Sodom and Amorah based upon the abominations that they are doing while they are trying to to do the offerings that Yahuwah has instructed, the new moons, the Sabbaths, the gatherings. It's like they're doing evil and trying to do good at the same time, thinking that it's going to be okay. When Yahuwah is saying, nah, I hate it. I hate it all. Now it's yours because I didn't tell you to do this. So it's yours now. I hate it. I don't. I, it, makes, it makes me cringe. So this is the reason... <laughs> this is this is the reason for for the season. <laughs> this is the reason for the season. So anyway, so turn away from evil, man. Turn away from evil. Do good. Do good. Oh man. That was a good one. It's all, it's all about the instructions, man. It's all about the instructions of the Father, doing according to what he says. Being true worshipers of him in spirit and in truth. Being obedient, submitting, and obey. And you will taste the good of the land. Um, it's, it's, it's so simple, yet people have made it extremely complex because we cannot get past our own ego, our own pride, our own emotions, our own traditions. This is why Mashiach Yahushua was against the traditions of men. He says, what he say? You transgress the instructions of Yahuwah for your own traditions. So shows you what he was against. If um, point blank period, <clears throat> if he was walking the earth this day, right now, he would hate Christmas. He would hate Easter. He would hate Thanksgiving. You walk in your churches and beat you with whips. He would, he would, he would hate it. He would hate all of these vain traditions that the world um, praises and commercializes and profits for money, gain, and bloodshed. Um, his his instructions are simple. 
Um, they're close to you and he tells you to go ahead and do them. Um, all you have to do is submit and obey just like a child. But anyway, we about to we about to head out. We love y'all. We we appreciate y'all listening. Once again, this is the Bread and Wine Podcast, and we say shalom. 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 Yahuwah barak you and guard you. Yahuwah make his face shine upon you and show favor unto you. Yahuwah lift up his face towards you and give you shalom. Thus you shall put my name of the children of Yahshua all, and I myself shall baruch them. Amen.